Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. It's the new year, and it's a great time to ask the Lord where He wants us to focus. Mary Wehart, Kelsey Haley, and Camille Adams share a fun and helpful conversation about intentionality. You might be surprised at how seemingly small intentional tweaks can make a big difference. Enjoy their conversation and consider how God is drawing you into an intentional year. Hi, and welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I've got two of my friends, Mary and Kelsey, and today we're talking about intentionality or being intentional. Before we get started, you should know, first of all, that Mary is sometimes called Mary Sweetheart. This is something I learned this very day that I was trying to remember how to pronounce Mary's last name, and it's Weeheart. And sometimes I just want to think about it as Mary Sweetheart. That's a very... She has a sweetheart. She does. And I think it's a very suitable nickname. Something you should know about Kelsey, and I'm sure she'll reference this later on in this episode today, is that she might be a morning person, but she is a very faithful friend. And when she says yes to something, she means it because she came here to record this podcast after having a very early morning, um, having a medical procedure with her daughter. Yep. Which went really well, which is why I'm referencing it now. So praise God that <laughs> yep, it went well. It did. Good. Um, before we jump into being intentional, um, what is a small thing that's brought you both joy recently? Well, for me, we are taping during the Christmas season, Advent, mm-hmm. and in the busyness of everything that goes on, sometimes I lose my joy. And so I think one of the things that's brought me joy is I have a lot of nativities, and I've arranged them and put them out, and then the trees up with all the lights, Mm. and just stopping and taking a moment to think about Jesus came and the joy that that brings, and that along with my coffee this morning, that brings me joy, Mm -hmm. for sure. Those are good. Mm -hmm. The first thing that came to my mind, my husband is the chef of our house, and this week... I cooked Monday and I prepped Tuesday and they were both delicious. Way to go. Ooh, wow. And it was very pleasing to me that I cooked and yeah. liked it. And it yes. was yummy and healthy. I'm with you on that. The hu- my husband is also the chef of our house. So mine too. We've got three men. Yes. Wow. We are smart people mm-hmm. to not have to worry about dinner time. Absolutely. <laughs> what did you make, Kelsey? I made defined dish. mustard salmon (gasps) with crispy shallots on top. Yeah, I went for it. Whoa. It was delicious with cauliflower puree and Brussels sprouts. Okay. That's not one of It was not a PBJ. I like really did it. (laughs) That's that's big time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, mm -hmm. I'm extremely proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Let's talk about being intentional. First of all, um, I want to give a nod to intentionality and kind of understand what we think of when we say intentionality. So what is it and why is it important to you? Well, for me, it's kind of goes along with being purposeful, Mm -hmm. mindful, and thinking about what you're doing. Um, 
it's important because otherwise I would tend to drift. Mm. And so that's that's kind of in a nutshell what I think of, of being intentional. Mm-hmm. And actually, when Camille asked me to do this podcast, I didn't think I was very intentional. And I said, well, well, I'm not sure why you asked me, but yes, I'll say yes. <laughs> and then as I thought more about it, I thought, yes, it's important to be intentional. And part of that is the mindfulness of what we do in the disciplines that we do. Mm. I yeah. love that. I think intentionality <clears throat> can lead to better habits and kind of the concept of, you know, make your bed, you've accomplished one thing. Mm-hmm. But the tougher answer for me is that I want to be intentional on things that I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. And so I have to recognize what that is. And then, you know, if it's not coming to me naturally, then I don't have to be deliberate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about it. I don't think I'll ever wake up one morning and think, you know, God, I feel really comfortable in our relationship and I'm going to cruise control until heaven. <laughs> like, I don't want to be at my peak, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I want to be intentional to um, grow my faith and grow as a person too, as a wife or as an employee, a friend, whatever role that is. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I, I thought about that with intentionality and building treasures in heaven. Mm. And so I really have to be intentional. Otherwise, I get caught up mm-hmm. in too many distractions, yep. like mm-hmm. you said. That's a great way of looking at it. I don't think I would have thought about the idea of being intentional with something I'm not good at. I think mm-hmm. I have a tendency, like my firstborn, to kind of do the things I'm good at mm-hmm. and not really pay attention to the things I'm not good at. Um, and so I, it's good for me and convicting for me to think about the things that I'm not immediately good at. And be intentional about building them, especially when it comes to Mary, you were talking about disciplines. Um, Some of those spiritual disciplines that I'm not great at tend to be the ones I get ignored. Yes. And two, when life feels calm and you're thinking, man, I'm really doing good, Mm -hmm. is I think twice I've been bold enough to pray back Psalm 139, which is the search me, O God, and know my heart try me and know my thoughts and mm-hmm. ask him where can I, you know, see what you're seeing and, mm-hmm. and he'll let you know. And he'll, he'll let you know where you need to be more <clears throat> yes. intentional. And it can be so painful, but yeah. sweet in the same thing that he so wants to transform us and help us be conformed to his image. Mm-hmm. And certainly I'm not there yet. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. a blessing. Kelsey, I love that you said there are two times, like, it was a very specific, like, you can remember two times when you, or maybe a couple, you said that, but. When I was not being intentional? No, that you were bold enough to pray. The- oh, yes. Specifically, <laughs> yes. Because it's a memorable life <laughs> moment when you're remembering, hey, you're not good at this. Let's work on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know, do you know somebody who is intentional? that maybe inspires you or you can look at and say, wow, that really encourages me to see that person? Well, two people come to mind, but I'm going to mention my husband, Glenn, (laughs) G-L-E-N-N. We just had a discussion about how to spell that. That's right. But um, I can see him now. Every morning he's sitting in a particular chair Mm -hmm. over his Bible. And Last year, he did a podcast in 2021 called Bible in a Year, which he's doing again this year. Mm -hmm. And we've been married 10 years, and 
just seeing his desire to grow in the Word and to know the Lord better mm. um, has really encouraged me. Mm. And so this year, I did the, I'm doing the podcast too in 2022, yes. only I'm about 60 days behind. So it will not and, get done in a year. But 60 but days it, behind in December is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, intentionality is yes, I want to do this, but not get discouraged mm-hmm. when I don't meet the mark. I, I will keep going because right. it's so good, oh, good to hear, you know, what the scripture says and how we can apply it. Mm-hmm. Is it in order too? Like, are you down to Revelation? No, it is not in order. Well, it's chronological more in time. So it goes through and then um, it'll put the Gospels in there and and Psalms Mm. and Proverbs at various places. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, the prophets can get kind of difficult sometimes. Weighty. Yes. (laughs) Some things. So yeah, it's it's great. That's good. good. Mm -hmm. Kelsey, what about you? Do you know somebody who's intentional? I didn't go for that one. I'm sure I know someone, but that's fine. I'm gonna trust Mary on that one. Yeah, we can all be encouraged by Glenn G L E N N and being intentional about that. How has intentionality impacted your faith? Or maybe a better question would be: Is there a time in your life when being intentional really helped to grow you in your faith or your trust in the Lord? Um, for me, a few years ago. I made a choice to say yes to God, and I was intentional not to shy away from ass that I knew were God-honoring. I just said yes. Mm -hmm. Um, It started, I volunteered to pick up trash after Women in the Word that felt comfortable and within Mm -hmm. my timeline, and that quickly went from like, we see you've volunteered for cleanup, but would you be willing (laughs) to lead a small group because so many women have signed up? So we hook you in with trash pickup. Yes. (laughs) You know something's coming when the text or email says, would you be willing? But the answer to those I've learned is, yes, I'm going to pray about it. And yes, I can do that. And a lot of good has followed. Um, God's opened doors for me that I often feel unqualified for. Mary and I agreed we feel unqualified to be here this morning. Amen to that, Kelsey. (laughs) I'll third that. Amen to that. (laughs) But it pushes us and pushes me into a place that makes me realize it's bigger than myself. Mm. Um, And it makes me more accountable. It makes me show up to Bible study prepared. I'm not just rolling in, which is fine some weeks. Um, And it pushes me to regularly pray for people. And the beauty is of all, after all these yeses, um, I really enjoy it. Mm, Like I've grown to really like it. And we're blessed by it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Root of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were talking this morning my yes today was showing up. So my daughter had tube surgery this morning and it went well. So we were at the hospital at 5.30. It's 9 a.m. now. So I kind of skirted in here on two (laughs) wheels and I knew we could have rescheduled, Mm -hmm. but I also knew that God planned this. I prayed about it. He planned for us to be here. So I said yes and Mm -hmm. we made it work. Yeah. And I think there's something about the intentionality of following through on what God has asked you to do. And like, especially on a day like today for you, Kelsey, like it would have been so easy to say like, oh, can we just do a couple hours later? But first of all, trusting the Lord in his timing, but also he was very intentional about orchestrating details so that we could be here in this conversation, but also so that your daughter could have like a successful and healthy surgery. Like none of this was outside of the wisdom and sovereignty of God. And so you saying yes and 
responding in faith mirrors that to us. And now we are encouraged by it. So that's great intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, super mom over there. Oh, yes. <laughs> boy, if only you knew. <laughs> but we're glad we're here. Yes. Yeah. So, um, well, I think for me, intentionality, uh, some of the times in my life where maybe they've not been the best times, mm. um, difficult times, life experiences, that um, from those, I try to use them so that maybe I can minister to others going through the same thing. Mm. And I'm a volunteer at the Fort Worth Pregnancy Center, which I do once a week, and I love it. I just love it. But this is part of being intentional because of a difficult struggle I had with a pregnancy. And so I feel like I'm in a place where I can give hope mm. to women who are maybe scared, they're feeling vulnerable. Right. Um, and that's, that's great. But the icing on the cake is we always like to ask spiritual questions and find out where they are spiritually because in difficult times, sometimes that's when we can point them to the Lord and they really see that need for hope. Mm. So I get to share the gospel in my own testimony, but um, sharing the gospel is not something that comes easy for me. So one of the reasons I wanted to go there besides just sharing experiences <laughs> is that we get to share the gospel and, you know, it's just comes out, you know, yeah. th with the Lord leading that. Whereas when I'm in my home with a family member who doesn't know the Lord, it's it's harder. So it's like, it just helps me to look for those moments mm. and how to jump in, whether it's yeah. the pregnancy center or in my home or out on the street to share the gospel mm -hmm. and the hope that we have I in Jesus. That. That's beautiful. I think I agree with you. I'm sharing the gospel can be so intimidating and mm -hmm. That's all in my head, and it's mm -hmm. not something that should ever stop us from sharing the gospel. But there, it, there is something very special and intentional about being in a position where you are vulnerable with somebody, and the gospel just jumps, like it just jumps to your mind. And you know, this is the one thing that I can share that's really going to make a difference. Um, and I think when we're training our mind and our prayer lives to be praying for that mm -hmm. moment mm -hmm. and the discernment to know this is a moment where I can be intentional about the gospel. Right. I think the more we practice that, I'm saying, I'm putting words in your mouth, Mary, but no, I feel no, like you're much better at this than I am. That's uh, exactly right. And, and part of that is just being on the lookout for what I call God moments, mm -hmm. where he puts them there and then not walking away and say, oh my gosh, I should have said or what an opening, right. and I walked out of it. So if my mind is in him, then I'm more intentional with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, another experience, kind of going on and on here about that, That's but great. these things really, I think, are so important that we share through our grief times yes. with people going through that, is that my first husband died 18 years ago. It was very sudden, unexpected, but we were in a very strong community group, and... Um, that part of that's intentional. And so it gave me the strength to go through that loss because my whole community, they surrounded me okay. with love and prayers. And also the Psalms came alive to me. Mm -hmm. I'd never been much of a Psalm person until I really went through that hard time. And so they came alive. And out of that, um, I said, I don't want to waste this year 
or season of grief. And so the Lord has brought opportunities. And women will come to me who say, I have a friend who lost their husband. I don't know what to say. Would you meet with them? And that's just been so sweet mm. that he uses those hard, hard times. And he brings joy just in the suffering and the sorrow when you see that happening. Yeah, and that's part of your testimony and just your mm -hmm. willingness to share and let people know that opens the door for women to walk up to you and say, wait, I'm doing this right now. Help me. Right, mm -hmm. right. And and. We all have life experiences that we can use. They're all different. Mm -hmm. So maybe I haven't been through a struggle that you have, but if I had, yeah. then I could share that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's some commonality too in knowing I may not have walked the same exact road that you have, but I'm certainly not a stranger to loss or grief or suffering. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, neither are Neither are you or you or anybody else that right. we're going to come across. The sad fact is that sin has marred our world so much that that is a common thing. And I think that the Holy Spirit allows us to use things that are common but not specific to really bring in the light of the gospel right. when we're willing to listen and be intentional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When is the time, I know we've talked about when we've been intentional, mm -hmm. is there a time you can think of when you could have benefited from more intentionality? Um, I've learned to be more intentional with my words when someone I love is talking about a struggle. Mm -hmm. So Romans twelve fifteen, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. The rejoicing part is easy. I Let's celebrate. Yes. I like that. Yes. Um, but the mourning, we've talked about this. I'm a problem solver. I like to check boxes. I'm mm -hmm. ready to I'm go to the you. next <laughs> box. Let's move on. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes slowing down and just being a listener is, is plenty good. Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of a sad story alert, but my sister's family's beloved yellow lab passed a few weeks ago. Oh, no. And um, I got the text that this was happening and I responded with those like super sad emoji faces because I'm super sad. We love that dog. Yeah. And um, the seconds passed and... I mean, two seconds later, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if I could get a picture ornament made by Christmas. And oh. I wonder if I could send a book to my nephew and like, oh, I wonder oh. if it's on Prime. I can get it tomorrow. <laughs> and then I really had to snap out of it and say like, no, my sister does not need this stuff. Mm -hmm. We just need to mourn with those who mourn. So I texted her and then I called her later. Oh. And, and so I've learned from that. Yeah. Um that being empathetic doesn't mean I'm also responsible to be the problem solver of a situation. I can just be a good listening ear and um, pray for someone and tell them I'm praying for them and actually do it, not just use it as a filler fluff sentence, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I can relate to that mm -hmm. because I'm a fixer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes that leads to enabling people. Yep. And Ooh. so yes, we have to really be in tune with what the Lord is saying for us to do in all those situations. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I love I love to listen, and but I think even for somebody who loves to listen, I can fall short of the intentionality and in not following through. Mm -hmm. You're talking about stopping mm -hmm. and praying immediately. I have a friend who's incredibly gifted at stopping and actually like praying out loud in the moment. In the moment. Yeah. Yes. And she sometimes has barreled over middle of conversations doing it, which is a wonderful thing because that's what's needed at that moment. Right. Right. Um, so that's encouraging for me to hear that I'm not the only one that, you know, I could also listen more 
And I could also be more intentional in those moments too. Yes, yes. Well, one of uh, my times, and this may encourage women who are single and older, mm-hmm. um, I didn't get married until I was 39 years old. And I mean, that seemed, well, that's half my lifetime almost, but not quite. And so um, having gone to church most of my life, you know, I'd been to church, but I'd kind of gotten away from the Lord and, mm-hmm. you know, um, just busy and everything. But I ended up at First Baptist Houston, which is a wonderful church. And I was in my mid-30s, still single, and not really thinking, do I want to be married? Do I not? Just really not being intentional. Yeah. And so... Um, Getting involved there, sitting under the word of God being preached from, you know, inerrant truth and believing what scripture says and getting involved with singles and being around people of like-mindedness who Mm -hmm. want to grow in the Lord. um, It just really got me focused on the Lord and not me and having fun and whatever else I was doing in my life at that time. And actually, it just moved me to a different spot um, spiritually. So um, after about three years... This nice looking, well, one year older man. Mm. <laughs> one year older. Uh, I think you're going to run your older man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a year, you know. And I met, and, you know, it, it was just really sweet because our whole thing was about the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I can remember sometimes he would call me and we would. We'd pray together, and we might be, he might go on, he was kind of a long prayer person, you know, and it might be me falling asleep, uh, you know, while, but it was just sweet, and it was, it was the Lord, and I just Mm -hmm. thought how um, wonderful, and he had been a Christian about three years at that point in his life, so it was just special, and we met, we married, and had many opportunities for ministry at First Baptist, and then... um, he came here to go to seminary, and that's how we got to Fort Worth, and many opportunities. So I think of, it was a time in my life at age 39 that it was like, well, it's okay, because Paul had said in Scripture, mm-hmm. it's better to be single. And I was like, I don't know that I really get that, but mm-hmm. I'm going to believe it. Yeah. And I think that Scripture, I can remember exactly where I was sitting, mm-hmm. just to trust the Lord in that. Wow. And so he grew my faith through that. and. Mm-hmm gave me a wonderful husband for almost 18 years until his passing. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. That's a, I mean, what a great, we're, I mean, we're sitting in the middle of Christmas season right now, and I know you're listening and it's not Christmas season, but it's still true that God is Emmanuel. He's God with mm-hmm. us. Like that was his intention in coming. And it's still his intention to be with us. And yes, when we are aware of it and intentional about remembering it, those things, those truths, I think that the Holy Spirit allows us to remember that Paul's saying it's better to be single or I'll never leave you or forsake you, whatever it is from his word and he's with us in our heart to remind us that that's true. It's a, it's a different experience mm-hmm. than just hearing a truth and believing it logically. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see... Well, I know you do see. How do you see intention in the life of Jesus or in Scripture? And what about that has encouraged you to be intentional as well? Um, Well, I first thought of the Martha and Mary story in Luke. Mm -hmm. And I'm very into cleanliness and organization. Mm -hmm. I see Martha here. And (laughs) if Jesus was coming to my house, I would go clean, go. Mm -hmm. 
She's hot singing water your siren and tide. Song. Yes, uh-huh. my baseboards would be ready. On water and tide. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I need to know whatever heck that is. Oh, that, that <laughs> we'll, solves all problems. We'll, we'll chat later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's an interesting podcast the episode on hospitality mm-hmm. that does another dive on this story. There's lots to learn from this passage, but for today and intentionality, Mary was intentional because she had the chance to sit and listen to Jesus in their home. And she did. Mm. And Jesus praised her for being present. Mm. Um, so that's something that I'm really working on right now. And it's encouraging me to be present where I'm present. Mm. I'm not good at this. Again, I have to be delivered on things that I'm not good at. Um, And it's a choice. And I've seen, man, when I choose to be present where I'm present, good things really follow if I'm more like Mm. Mary. Mm. Um, I confessed to y'all earlier, I have quite a few Sunday sermon notes with grocery lists on the back. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a waste of time. I look back because I probably do two curbside orders a week. Like the mustard will be bought. This is not, (laughs) it's not why, mm -hmm. right. I have one hour on Sunday to sit in a pew and I'm worried about my menu. Mm -hmm. Like that's so silly. Um, and sometimes I just have to give myself a simple pep talk, like Kelsey, be here, be present, snap out of it. Listen, Mm -hmm. Um, and then outside of my faith, it's in my home too. I want to, um, be present with my husband and put my phone down. I'm real bad Mm -hmm, about that. mm -hmm. And then after daycare, I have just a few hours with my daughter before she goes to sleep. So like wash the bottles later, play. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm working on it and you guys can keep me accountable, but Mm -hmm. I'm, Mary has encouraged me in the story and I'm trying to be more like her. Yes. I, I thought about those two women, incredible women, and the contrast of the two. And I thought of it in the sense that they were both intentional. They were just intentional about different things. Mm. And neither, like you said, you want your house to be clean. And if Jesus is coming to my house, yeah, it's, well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So, probably. But um, I think of how, what Martha may have missed by not being intentional about mm-hmm sitting at Jesus' feet. Um, And so I think that teaches us that, yes, we can be intentional, but how do we want to be intentional about what and about what matters most? Yeah. Yeah. And you're saying, too, the blessings that she missed out on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think back, there's a thing, maybe we all do this. I hope not, but maybe we all do. We're Almost no matter where I am, what task I'm involved in, my mind is somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just if I'm at work and I'm trying to get something done, I'm thinking about, okay, well, for dinner tonight, I'm doing blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, I need to think about this task. Or I'm making dinner and I've burnt something because, as we all know, I'm not great at cooking. (laughs) Um, But also because I'm thinking, okay, for work, I need to do blah, 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 blah. When in reality, I could have been doing the work thing at work and the dinner thing at dinner. Um, and when in my life am I like sitting at the word of God and fully engaged oh, right. and not thinking about something else or when I'm praying and I've set aside that time to listen to the Lord and I'm being quiet because that's something we all know I need to work on. I'm mm-hmm. terrible at that. And I just can't. I just can't quiet my mind. It's just running with all the different things of the day, morning or night. Um, 
it's such a it's such a telling thing about who I am and how much my agenda has taken over whatever task I'm supposed to be engaged in. When I know that the Lord has prepared good work for me, whether it's at my job or when I'm doing dinner or when I'm getting ready for the day, the, all of the work that he's prepared for me is good and he desires that I engage in it intentionally. Um, but my agenda has presented itself as the more important thing. Um, and I think about, you're talking about missed opportunities. I think about what it is, what it is I would have gained right. mm -hmm. from being more intentional, right. especially in relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there relationships that um, you've seen intentionality come into play with? Have they impacted your relationships in any way? Yeah. Um, I see super clear blessings from fellowship. The more I've said yes to things at Christ Chapel, mm. the more I show up. And I know that this is a big church and it can be intimidating to walk yeah. into some rooms. And I feel pretty comfortable walking in. And um, I've made more friends at the church and I feel a part of the women's ministry. And that's a real blessing. And I've gained some really wise friends that I'm grateful for. You two are totally on that list. Mm. And in what other world would we have been friends outside of this. Right, right. Um, so the fellowship is a real blessing from saying yes. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yes, I think that what you said, Camille, about being intentional when we're in the Word or where, wherever we are with that, that um, does impact our relationship, mm -hmm. whether it be with the Lord, with mm -hmm. Jesus, when we sit down in our quiet time, if we have this spiritual ADD going on and we're constantly mm -hmm. thinking, oh, I better get up and I better... Yeah. then uh, we're, we are missing out on something very special. And I think he just wants to say, just calm down, oh, yeah. be yep. calm. Mm -hmm. And um, the same follows in my relationships with my spouse, with Glenn, mm -hmm. and taking the time, like you said, put the phone down right. or not racing ahead in my thoughts and interrupting, which is pretty annoying when that I do that. But But I really have to kind of watch that and be intentional in my mind is listen. What is he saying? He needs to be heard. And that's important in that connection and relationship with him, just like it is with the Lord mm -hmm. yeah. and us speaking to him and him speaking to us. And for me, I journal a lot. So that really helps my relationship with the Lord because sometimes I can't focus until I start writing. Mm -hmm. And mine always starts out, good morning, Lord. I love that. I'm a morning person. And I just started out that way. And then it just kind of comes out and it just helps my mind to get focused in on him. Mm. And the other part of that with relationships is being grateful, having gratitude um, and letting people know that. And I had um, a situation last night when I was on the phone with a coworker and she's done a lot of wonderful things and she was feeling like nobody noticed and appreciated. And I, I said to myself, well, when did you ever, you know, thank her for the many wonderful things? And I think sometimes we get so caught up, or I do, in um, tasks mm -hmm. that those relationships at work or in my home can really suffer mm -hmm. and miss out on, on, on things with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm grateful for my husband and other big relationships in my life, and I'm grateful for Jesus and my relationship with God, but I'm also respectful and mm -hmm. so me not putting my phone down 
is kind of disrespectful. And I'm mm-hmm. now kind of giggling in my head, picturing like, what if Jesus was in front of me and I was just scrolling Instagram? Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> oh, oh my. Or something terrible. And that's that really ultimately is just disrespectful mm-hmm. and just a waste of time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there are times when we can use our phone intentionally. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Certainly. I can't Friends. get anywhere without a map app. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Friends that are far away. You know, yeah, being, yes. you know, texting with them is great and be intentional in those things. But, oh, I'm with you on the, when I'm with somebody, I really want to be with that person mm. and not have the distract- distraction of the phone. And yep. I, I agree. It is, I feel very disrespected yeah. when somebody's on their phone when mm-hmm. I'm talking to them. So, and I know I'm guilty of doing it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's different, right? <laughs> yes. When it's me, I know when I'm doing it. It's for, right, it's right. really important, right? Right. You don't know. You don't know what, how important this is but right now. And I may be reading scripture. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> no. You never know. In church, people, uh oh, <laughs> they're on their phone. I know. My husband will go back. I go. Well, honey, they do have the Bible on yes. on there. So mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just not judge here. Yeah, and as a PSA, I usually am. You reading scripture on my phone. Whether I'm in church or not. So if you see me out and about and I'm on my phone. We can give everyone a little grace for that. Grace. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. What are some practical ways that you've seen growth in your life through intentionality? Practical ways. Well, I think of um, what you said. I think you said this earlier about going to church online. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that that, we Mm -hmm. did that until actually Good Friday this year, which is mm-hmm. 2022. And then we gradually got back to coming regularly to church. And it's just so different, but it's like, that's that's one of those things that disciplines that's mm-hmm. really important for us. I think it's great that we have the technology yeah. and we have the online because we have people in our small groups from China and we yes. wherever I have somebody from Arkansas and West Virginia and women in the world, that, and it's wonderful. But I think that... Um, that's one of the things. And then um, practically, I mentioned journaling, and yes. that helps me be intentional. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is um, right now we, we are in the holiday season, and so it gives us opportunity. When mm-hmm. we talk about Christmas, what does it mean to us? And we had a Christmas brunch, so uh, intentionally invite those people who typically don't go to church, mm-hmm. which... I was blessed to invite three women, and hopefully, you know, there was some change in their heart. In fact, one of them said, I said, what did you like best about the brunch? And she said, I liked the message. And I thought, that's what we want, to hear the message. And then um, the same for Easter. It gives Mm -hmm. us opportunity, and um, it just kind of makes it, if we're intentional, because again, we can get caught up. And um, praying when we're out eating, sometimes I'll ask the waitress. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like I used to be better at that, but we don't eat out very much. So yeah. that might be part of it. But one time we were at a restaurant and I said, can, can we pray with, for you? Because we'll be praying in a, in a, before we eat. And he's, the guy said, yeah, you know, pray for my work and whatever. And then he put his hands out. Like, let's hold hands and pray right now. Oh and goodness. I was like, well, that's oh, never I happened. That. <laughs> I did that's incredible. That. It was incredible in that he, I love connecting with other believers. Mm-hmm. And if we're not intentional, we may not have that connection. Right. Even if we don't know people, mm-hmm. when they know the Lord, they're our brother or sister. So that, that was, those are some ways for that's me. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on the Sunday morning routine. There's 100% a time and a place for streaming. Mm-hmm. So don't 
get me wrong on that. Um, but we kind of got in a rut post pandemic and I was looking out the window at people walking by more than I was (laughs) listening. Yeah. And so we set the intention that on Sunday mornings we go to church and it's no longer a Saturday night. We're setting our alarms. Like, are we going to go to church tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Um, it's part of our routine and it's really my favorite day of the week now, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a blessing, and I realize too what a privilege it is to worship freely on yes, Sundays, yeah. and um, it's obedient. And mm-hmm. um, establishing that habit is important. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think a lot about how I've been thinking about this since we got together the other day about how a lot of times for me, and this is certainly not everybody. When I think about not coming on a Sunday morning, I think about first. What am I going to miss by not being there? And that certainly has its place. But the idea is that it's not a it's not about me. Like no. right. I'm not I'm not coming to church to get something from church. I'm here because this is the body of Christ and the respect that I have for the Lord and his body and the love that I have for other believers and the idea that God created worship mm-hmm. for us to be able to come as a body of other believers and engage in that is just the for the most beautiful, glorifying experience for the Lord. Um, and I think it's so easy to miss that if we don't take mm-hmm. the time to think about it and be intentional and set the alarm and remind ourselves that that's, that's the thing, like, we get to do this, and right. what a joy. You're right. It can be a choice because you can go into it looking like, all right, what little nugget am I going to learn that's going to get me through this week to mm-hmm. help me be friendlier to everyone that I encounter Ooh, for the next six days? the secret sins of right. my heart, <laughs> Or is it, this is a privilege. This is a holy place. I get to worship and sing, and it, that's a privilege and a yeah. joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that. I get to, Mm -hmm. and I think we get to do so many things as believers. Yes. Yes. We get to. It's Mm -hmm. not, we have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not homework. It's, it's joy if it's really desired in your heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was, I used to work at a camp and we had a, you're going to love this, Kelsey. It was like a grid of assignments throughout the day. And it was like taking out the trash and going down to clean the sports court or being available to do fishing lines or whatever. And it, all our names were on there and it was a beautiful organized list. Um, But at the title, it was called get tos. Mm -hmm. And it was Mm. all the things that you get to do today. And the idea is that it would motivate college students like myself who were not (laughs) easily motivated to put bait on a hook. Right. Um, But to change the mindset of, I don't, this is not something I'm going to be able to do every day for the rest of my life is put a worm on a hook. But for a season, I get to. Those were simpler times too, man. Yeah. (laughs) What if your big task of the day was the worm on the hook? Put a bait on the hook. Give me all the hooks and I will do it all day long. (laughs) Believe me, that's, yes. Um. Before we close out, I wanted to ask a final question. It's one of my favorite questions I think we get to ask on the podcast is, what what has surprised you about intentionality or being intentional? Um, I've been surprised to see some freedom here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For example, if I'm working on being present where I'm present, I think I've already done the hard part. And that's meaning 
I see where I need to improve Mm -hmm. and I'm choosing to improve. So Psalm 121, my help comes from the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. So when I need help on being present, I can shoot up a quick prayer like, Lord, snap me out of this, help me here. And I know he hears me Mm -hmm. um, and I can rely on that. And so whatever it is I'm choosing to be intentional on, I want to live my life with the mindset of really thy will be done. Mm -hmm. And if that's in my heart, I think I can kind of kick back and mentally rest because let the chips fall where they may. Like my intentions are good and God honoring. So I trust and surrender that mm-hmm. his way is best. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of freedom and rest in the little stuff in life mm-hmm. when I'm intentional on the big stuff. Yeah. It's a great, I don't think I would have chosen the word freedom, but you did and it mm-hmm. is the right word. That's freedom. I love that. I think for me, um, one of the scriptures that I thought about during this time, it's one of my favorites, is Ephesians 2.10, where it says that we are God's workmanship, mm. and we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which mm. He planned in advance. And I think just when I really reflect on that, it's it's surprising that He wants me to oh, wor- yeah. be His workmanship and to work out that. Um, and so that means a lot of things of how I live my life and glorifying him in that. And so not that it's surprising, but just that it's such a privilege and an mm-hmm. honor. And so I have to be intentional to, to do that. Then the other thing I think for me is sometimes intentionality, I think of actions I'm going to do, do, do. Mm-hmm. But it's also about my feelings and my emotions and trusting or not trusting. And my husband, um, well, he turned 80 this year. And so we're celebrating that with great joy. Mm -hmm. But I worry about his health issues and this and that and struggling instead of being intentional and looking, Lord, I'm going to trust you with this precious life. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I have had one loss that you carried me through. And so to be intentional, you know, it's not surprising, but he does give us those past experiences that we can depend upon to carry us through in the future. And I don't have to worry and struggle with that trust, but be intentional in those memorials and things that you remember about what what God has done in the past in our lives. And p- great peace will come from that. And so I guess it's just how much we gain by being intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus unintentional and just kind of drifting along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I mean, the fact that the Lord has been so good to intentionally carry you mm-hmm. and to be so good to show you good fruit in really difficult mm-hmm. circumstances, but the fact that He reminds you to look back in joy and remembrance and grief mm-hmm. um, to help prepare you and give you joy in the moment here and now to be fully present and acknowledging that this is a today is a good gift and yes. celebrating that 80 years is a it's a great gift that not everybody gets to have yeah, so right well we are going to close our time i'm going to pray i'm so grateful for both of you for coming today especially on an early morning after a yes. surgery yeah. so i'm going to be in bed by yeah. 7 p.m. tonight you are yep mm-hmm. i'm grateful for you too yeah yes thank you so much oh it's my honor. It's an honor to be here with you guys. So I'll pray and we'll close our time. Lord, you are so good to us. Um, we love that you um, have called us yours. Um, you 
intentionally prepared a way for us to be with you. Um, and that was through your son, Jesus, um, who lived intentionally on this earth, um, a perfect life. Um, we are so humbled um, and honored that we get to bear your image and serve you and worship you. Um, and we ask that um, your word would be on the forefront of our minds and um, your love for us and for others would be on the forefront of our hearts as we interact with people today. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.